it's it's very sad to see you know someone who I looked up to and someone who I really admired and someone who I was you know proud to say was a part of the organization I support with my whole heart and everything you know every every fiber in my body says I'm a true Sixers fan and every every everything within me you know supports every single guy on that roster and it's it's just unfortunate to see you know some of his recent actions All right, hello everyone and welcome back. This is the Eccles Unlimited podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Eccles. And today I have the privilege to be joined by a fellow uh, creator. His name is Mitch Kofsky. Mitch, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just glad to be here. Let's talk Sixers, dude. Happy to be here. Absolutely, man. And you know, the one thing uh, that you and I both have in common is that we are both uh, Philadelphia 76ers fans. You know, that's the reason why you know, we sort of linked up in the first place. We did a collaboration on your channel. Now you're coming on my channel. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. All good, man. Yeah. Excited. Let's do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first and foremost, let's get your background. You know, what? what is your background as a Sixers fan? You know, how long have you been a fan and why are you a fan? So I've been a fan for as long as I could remember, dude. Like, I think I've been a fan ever since I was like four, maybe even three. Who knows? But my favorite player of all time is uh, Alan Iverson right there. My first ever jersey. I still need to get that signed. I mean, not signed. Uh, framed. Framed, yeah. Still need to get that framed. And he's actually going to be at the place I work. So I'm trying to, like, volunteer for that, like, secretly. So I'm like, hey, can I volunteer for this? I did it for Joel Embiid when he came last year. It was yeah. Embiid, Horford, Alan Brand. So I want to do that again. So I'm just, like, praying here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so back in 2000, 2001, you know, when they made it to the finals, that's my favorite team of all time, despite how bad they were built around AI. Right. That was the first time I ever got to see the Sixers in the finals. And Alan yeah. Iverson, you know, that step over and everything. I remember the moment I was exactly like yesterday, dude. I was in my family room. I was sitting down on my couch and he did a step over. I'm like, wait, what? No, we didn't. No. And I had to rewind when it came out later on the internet or something, you know, there wasn't yeah. yards then. So I'm like, did that really happen? I guess it did. But it's just like, yeah, Iverson's my guy. Joel Embiid's my favorite player right now. So, yeah, and I started content creating like six years ago. And I do a six-years video here and there. I did movies, reviews. I did video games. And then I started picking back up last year. So... I love this, man. I love the Sixers, even though we're going through some things right now. Yeah. And you and I would definitely talk about that. It's just rough right now as a Sixers fan. Yeah, no, you, you're you're absolutely right. And, you know, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you back when uh, the Sixers made the finals? So I'm 27 right now. I was born in 1994, so probably six, seven. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, because I was thinking like, oh, man, he can remember that. Like, okay, awesome. Awesome. No, that's great. And then I was going to ask about your YouTube background. You say you've been working on content for about six years now. So how's that been going for you? So I've been doing it off and on for six years. Like I started doing movie reviews because I love movies and I did VGRT, Video Game Review Thursdays. And every Thursday and every Monday, I would review a movie, a video game here and there. But here's actually the funniest thing though. My best friend at that time, his name, I'm not going to say his name right now, but uh, he was like a big reaction channel with like 20K subs or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. So he gave me a couple pointers here and there. I would always love him for that. He's my guy, even though we're not like on bad terms right now, but we've, we're good. But it's just like, dude, I can do this. It's fun. And that's when I started picking up. And then back in 2019, I was doing this challenge where I would upload every single day in the month of June. And I got so burnt out, dude. I needed a break. And I took yeah. the year off. I took okay. the year, year or two off. And then I came back when it was COVID. Think about it. We didn't do anything. Right. So I'm like, how am I going to do this? So I'm like, you know what? I got my camera. I got 
all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? And this is the best time I've ever been on YouTube. Like, because I'm a part of the Sixers community, Eagle community, WWE community, AEW community, all that stuff, which is great. Back then, I was like, I wasn't part of a community. I was like doing my own thing, a challenge video here and there. But now I'm like, I got people who fuck with my content. Sorry for the language, but that's fine. It's like, it's great, dude. It's great. I love this. And I got to meet great people like yourself. Spotlight Sports Network, shout out to you. Uh, subscribe to them. And a lot of other cool people that I would never get the chance to meet. To me, it's not about making money. Right. That's the ultimate goal. But for me, it's like, it's a hobby. I love doing this. I've been making a video every single day since last November, dude. Last November. No and I'm like, I love this, man. I love this. Just keep going. And sure, a couple of times I was like, okay, I've been thinking I need a break. But then I'm like, I'm in a good position right now. I'm not doing anything still. Just keep going. And today I uploaded like two shorts, one video. It's like, it doesn't stop. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, you know, you mentioned Justin Anderson earlier, um, you know, when we were talking before we started recording. He's my favorite player, obviously. That's like his slogan. It's just keep going, man. I love that. <laughs> love to hear it. Really? I didn't even know that. That's actually yeah. Great, wow. <laughs> few, few people do know that, man. The few, the few, the proud, the Justin Anderson fans, man. There are a few of us, but we definitely, you know, we ride for him strong. Yeah, um, because you're talking so highly on Justin Anderson. I actually need to do a, like research on him. I want to learn more because you love this guy. Absolutely. So I'm like, he's not like, he's underrated, you would say, right? Oh, He's underrated? Extremely underrated, yeah. Okay, extremely. so I'm like, all right, give me some time, and you and I will come back on my channel. We'll talk about Justin Anderson or something. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. I'm down for that whenever, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's get into it. You know, there's a reason why we're here. There's a reason why, you know, we're both in pretty bad moods today. Um. It's because our beloved 76ers and one of their star players, Ben Simmons, has been acting a fool these past few weeks. And I'm now going to admit he has been acting a fool. You know, I came on your channel and I tried to defend him. I made a video about a month and a half ago trying to defend him. And all I've done is defend this man and defend this man and defend this man. And his actions of late are just inexcusable. I can't defend them. And I don't really support what he's doing right now. Right. Um, I'm still a fan. I still want the best for him. I still want him to be happy, uh, but I, I'm in no way condoning uh, his behavior recently. So for me, I just want him out of here, man. Like I just want him out of here. It's getting it's he's acting like a child. You agree, yeah. right? He's acting yeah. like a child. He's not doing anything. He's been fined 1.3 mil for the first four preseason games. He's gonna get fined for his suspension tomorrow for the opener. And I'm like, dude, just get out. Just get out of here. I can't take it. I was at Dick's Sporting Goods, like I was telling you. Yeah. And I found this Ben Simmons shirt for sale. <laughs> I took a picture of it. It's on my Twitter. I'll send it to you so you can put it up for your video. Yeah. Um, I took my middle finger at the shirt, dude, and I took a picture. <laughs> like, I had, that's how bad I hate this guy. Right. It was like, I commend, I like applaud you for still being a fan of him. Like, I can't take it anymore. I just yeah. can't. He's acting like a diva. And yeah. to me, just like, that's not a man. That's not a man at all. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it's pretty bad, man. I, I don't know what it took and how it got to this point. You know, I can't believe it's gotten to this point. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty shameful. Um, so let's, you know, backtrack about four years ago uh, when the Sixers yeah. took him number one in the draft. What were your original thoughts on him and his fit with the team? Okay, so I'm going to be straight up here. I thought he was good. Like, he was making three-pointers in college. He was, like, making small fadeaways and everything. Like, his passing ability, his IQ, top-notch. Mm -hmm. Top-notch. I thought it was a great pick. And there's content creators out there that said, oh, I didn't want him from the beginning. I didn't want him from the beginning, and I call BS. I yeah. honestly call BS on that. Because, look, 6'10", fast. He can do all this stuff, right? And I'm just like, okay, started a process. And then that summer league. That summer league, I would never forget this pass. Yeah. I don't know if you can find it on the internet. But um, 
he did like this behind the back pass and went off the defender's leg into the teammate and went up. I'm like, dude, Magic Johnson esque right there. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, then got injured and injured and all right. that stuff. Like, as every yeah, player in the, in the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this guy has a talent. I knew he kind of did not have a jumper, even though in the summer league, he had like a little bit. I'm like, you know what? He developed. We have Markel Folks then. Or did we? What's the Markel folks? Uh, Markel was the the year after. After, okay. So he he didn't play, and Joel only played like 31 games. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so then I was like, you know what? Let's see what this kid can do. Then he gets injured, and now we're here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you hit it right on the head. A lot of people had, you know, high hopes for him coming out. And um, it wasn't until that first playoffs where we sort of saw, you know, okay, he might have some holes in his game. What, what was your thought uh, during that first first playoffs series? You mean, uh, who were they playing? It was Celtics. I remember I was – It was the Celtics the first time around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, it was um, I think Tatum was a rookie – uh, Jalen Brown was in his second year. Uh, Celtics had Horford, of course, who was the, the Embiid stopper at the time. And then he went back to the Celtics. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, that um, it's like, <sighs> I mean, he didn't shoot, but he was still aggressive at this point. Yeah. So he was still like, he wanted to go to the rim. He was fine. He was doing everything right that series, but then. <laughs> When we played the Celtics the second round or the second time go around, he wasn't on the floor. I'm like, okay, okay. He, his defense was spectacular, and obviously we missed that. But mm-hmm. then it's just like, okay, he's not trying to get any better now. He's, like, not owning up to anything. And it's just like, dude, look at Giannis, for example. I'm watching the game right now. Yeah. He's changing his game up, improving every single day. Did he see his three-point shot now? Oh, it's it, it looks pretty fluid, you know. It looks a lot better than it did last season for sure. Exactly. Exactly. His, his pull-up game looks nice. His mid-range sh- like all you really need is a mid-range jump shot as an NBA player. If you're that big and athletic and good at defense, like you really just need a mid-range shot. That's it. Right. And I'm just like, just shoot the ball. You can mm-hmm. see him in those workouts. You and I talked about that in my live stream. Like he was doing all this stuff, but it would never do it in the game. I'm yeah. like, where's that old Ben? Where's that old Ben? I was actually asking myself this the other day. And I'm like, that Ben is better than this Ben right now. Like to me, yeah. his, his career kind of went went down. when you well, said, Offensively, when you, for sure. Offensively, for offensively, sure. Offensively, yes. I think he's improved his defense. He's literally a top-tier defender now. I mean, when he's trying. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't yeah. tried. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, defense is the most important part of the game along with shooting. Yeah. So I'm like, I just don't get it, man. I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. And then uh, let's let's fast forward to this season. What were your thoughts on his performance in this uh, past playoffs? So this past playoffs? Or yeah. do you want to go through the season first? Um. All right. Yeah, you can give me both. How about Okay, that? so for the season, like – in the beginning of the year, he was he had the lowest number of his career, lowest numbers across the board. Yeah. And I'm like he was coming off surgery though. Yeah. There I was, was no preseason. That. He was coming off the surgery, no preseason. I'm like, okay, give him a couple months. And then also game comes. Mm-hmm. The first two weeks he drops like 42 points on Utah Zaz. And I'm like, this is the Ben we need. This yep. is the Ben we need in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And then after the All-Star nod, he's like, he did nothing. Like, he did nothing for the rest of the season. And I'm like, where's the drive? Tobias Harris got snubbed. He's yeah. doing All-Star to me. I'm telling you right now, if Ben Simmons was not on that team, Tobias would have got All-Star. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I agree. I agree. I thought Tobias had – Tobias is now my favorite sixer. You know, I, I love Embiid. You know, I love everything about him. Um, but yeah, Tobias has to be my favorite sixer. You know, he he came in, he had stuff he needed to improve on uh, from the first year with Jimmy Butler. But he came in last year. He was literally twenty points a game, eight rebounds a game, a couple assists, on almost fifty, forty, ninety. So yeah, get yep. much better than that. So Tobias, man, 
I'm telling you, when he's under Doc Rivers, he's like a different beast. He's a different human being. Right. I thought this past year, he wasn't even going to top that Clippers days and prove me wrong. He proved me wrong. And I'm like, thank you. I love when players prove me wrong. Sure, I look like an idiot, but yeah. it's like, that's the guy I want. That's the guy I actually want. And I'm just going to say this right here. You talk about your favorite player, Tobias. Mine is Joel Embiid. Right. Because not just for the game, not just at best center in the league, MVP, all that. Especially how he's handled this Ben Simmons situation. Yeah. I mean, he's been speaking up. He's like today, he was like, I don't care about him anymore. I'm done. I don't babysit right. him. I'm not his wife and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, okay. We need someone like this, but here's the kicker. I had the Sixers writer on my show. Shout out Austin Krell. Shout out to you. We're going to do some more stuff. And he's just like, I didn't like Joel Embiid doing that because why would the other teams want him after Joel Embiid is saying all this stuff about Ben Simmons? But I'm like, he needed to say this to show what everyone Ben Simmons is really like. So yeah. for me, I'm like, Joel Embiid did the right thing. You agree with me there or the writer? No, I, I think he's I think he's justified in, you know, being honest and being truthful, you know, with the media. And I I agree, you know, I think all Embiid, the only thing Embiid said that, you know, can can be considered as a slight was you asked this man, mind you, this man just got eliminated from the playoffs by Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. And you asked this man, oh, what do you think the turning point in the game was? And yeah. he, he answered it truthfully. And he said, oh, we had a missed opportunity, you know, on that on that play, you know, under the basket. He didn't exactly, he, he didn't say it explicitly, I remember, but he pretty much alluded to it. Everyone knew what he was talking about. So he said, he said that was the turning point in the game. And I don't have any problem with him saying that. I think that he's, you know, justified in saying that. And then everyone all, all summer was like, oh my gosh, he shouldn't have said that. That's what's gonna make Ben not wanna play here anymore. All Embiid has done since then and before that was support him. Nothing but support. I mean, until now when literally Ben Simmons shows up three weeks late and yeah. doesn't yeah. even care. It's just it's crazy. He's stepping up for the locker room. He's stepping up for the city of Philadelphia. And I'm like, that's the guy we need. That's the guy who has the Philadelphia grit. Allen Iverson grit, the jersey right over there. That grit that you need to have in this city. Because if you suck, you're going to get booed. Yeah. And I also asked Austin Carell, the writer, like, how do you think the Sixers fans should boo ben, ben Simmons? And he goes, no. He goes, no, because it looks bad on us. But then I'm like, how does it look bad on us? We have a first overall pick. He had all this stuff. Like, he had all these things. And then he lets us down. I'm like, we have the right to boo, and I feel like he's going to get booed out of the city, out of Wells Fargo. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, people are just, people can you know have their opinions and do whatever they want as long as you're not hurting the man or you like saying like go kill yourself or something like that. You know, you know things that are just completely inappropriate and wrong to say to a person. Like I think they're justified in saying you know. Um, in booing him or, you know, being disappointed or upset with his behavior. I don't have any problem with that at all. I personally wouldn't, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, people are people. I myself, you know, I can't control them. I can't tell them what to do. Right, right. And there's this other Sixers content creator. I'm not going to say his name, but he made a video of him getting season tickets. And he was like, am I going to boo Ben Simmons? No. I'm not because he knew what Ben Simmons was when he got out of the LSU to here. And I still call BS on that. Like I call BS on a lot of things going on the internet. People lie for clicks. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's no way you've seen that. I'm like, there's no freaking way. Look at the high school, look at the college tape, look at the summer league tape. I'm like, he was doing everything. But then it's just like, you can't correct these people. Like you said, so if I'm going to one game this year, I am. Okay. But am I going to boo him? Probably. It's me. <laughs> like, I boo this guy. Like, right. oh, trust me. I'm yeah. telling you. My friends are like, Mitch, whenever you talk to this, uh, whenever you talk to a Ben Simmons fan, be nice. Be nice. I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I mean, I'm going to boo, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to do whatever you want, you know? And I mean, I respect it. You know, that's your opinion. You're going to, you're going to act on it. And you know, his opinion is he wants to leave and he's acting on it. But the difference is you're a paying fan of the organization that supports them wholeheartedly. He's an athlete getting paid by the organization, becoming wealthy from the organization, uses the organization's platform, represents the organization. So, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of a different mixed bag here and, you know, what you're able to do and how you, how you go about it. Um, so what was your immediate reaction to the stories about Ben Simmons wanting to leave? I saw it coming from a mile away. Like, Ever since the game seven mishap, you know, with the eyeball pass in it, I yeah. knew that was happening. I knew it was coming. We all did. And it's just like, he doesn't want to be here anymore. He was not holding himself accountable here. He's scared of shooting the ball and us. When yeah. you're scared of fans, our reaction, you don't belong here. No. Right. The main reason he wants to go to LA. He's a, he's a part of phase. You know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's a part of phase. He's got his house, summer, beautiful weather. LeBron James is there, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, he wants out. He's not great enough. And this actually still bothers me. He said he will never play another game for uh, for here again in Wells Fargo, right? What if your team comes to play us? Are you really going to be sick? Like, this guy mentally is like so out of like it makes no sense yeah yeah none of it makes sense to me either and that's what i really don't understand see when i when i first saw okay he's holding out i thought this was rich paul you know trying to pull one on the sixers you know trying to force himself into a trade and then i'm like it must not be that because he showed up and he doesn't care you know he shows up and he's not giving any effort whatsoever so I'm like okay this guy really wants wants to leave you know it's not just it's not just about the money even though he came back mostly because he was gonna he was missing out on you know eight million dollars you know and you I don't care if you're I don't care if you're the richest man in the world if you if you miss out on eight million dollars for not showing up to work for a couple weeks that's just disrespectful not just common sense yeah you're just there you're gonna, you're gonna show, you're gonna start showing up to work, you know. Um, yeah. So, but the funny I, thing is about Rich Paul, like you yeah. know how he became an agent, right? You know that whole story. Yeah, he's, he's LeBron's best friend, and yeah. He no, you know him. how LeBron found him though. No. In the mall selling jerseys. Really. Yes. So what I'm going with that is the contract. You know, the contract is like, okay, we can make this money back. He never said that. So he doesn't even know how to read a contract. And I'm like, he's never been to law school. He never got a degree in anything. So I'm just like, I thought he, I thought he did undergrad at uh, Akron. Did he? Oh, that's what I heard. I mean, I'm, well, I'm not maybe sure. he did. I don't know, but you gotta know from a contract if you're getting fined, you're not getting that money back. Yeah, like you're not. Like if you go to a new team, if you go to the Kings, Lakers, Clippers, whatever, you're not getting that money back. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like makes no sense to me. Right. Yeah. No. And then, um, what did you think? Okay, what did you think about Doc's comments after uh, the Atlanta Hawks loss? You know, when he said that I don't think he's a championship point guard. I don't think it's fair to judge Doc's whole opinion on Ben Simmons based on one comment that happened immediately after. Uh, they just lose game seven of the Eastern Conference semifinals. You know, I don't think that's very fair to ask him that question and for them to, and for the media to paint it so, oh, Doc doesn't want him and B doesn't want him because of what those two said immediately after the game. You know, obviously they, you ask them the questions immediately after the game, they're going to give you answers that are somewhat, you know, guided by their emotions. It's a very emotional time. So here's my thoughts about the whole comments thing. We were that all year. He was defending Ben Simmons all year, and now you yeah. come out with him in game seven in the mm-hmm. moment. Like, 
And then here's the funny thing. I think it was he was on first take with Stephen A like a month ago or something. And he was like, oh, we can win a championship with Ben. I'm like, bro, what? You said we couldn't end up like in end of game seven. Now you like if now he kicked him out. It's just like yeah, Doc had enough of him. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I def- well coming from my own perspective, you know, I have a little bit of a different perspective in seeing like what coaches say to you day to day and the stuff that they say to like the media, that's like something Doc would say to Ben behind closed doors that I think, you know, because he was in such an emotional state at the time is why he said it to the media. And normally that'd be something behind closed doors because a lot of times coaches will say stuff and they'll switch on you from day to day, you know, depending on your performance for the day, they'll be, and they'll be brutally honest with you. Doc Rivers, in my opinion, is a great coach. You know, I, I know he's had his struggles with, you know, losing leads and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he's a champion. He's been an NBA coach for over two, almost two decades. Yeah, right, right. His resume speaks for itself. You know, he's almost, he he's, has very few losing seasons. He has very few, you know, years without an all-star and coaching, you know, quality players. Uh, so I, I think he's, He's top tier, one of one of the ten best coaches in, in the NBA right now. For me, right now, after what I've just seen and knowing what he did with the Clippers for these past two seasons, I think he's overrated. But for me, he's still a Hall of Fame coach. He's yeah. still a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. All that, and people are gonna be in your comments, be like, Hall of Fame coach, what, what? Look at his resume. Look at his resume. I'm like, I wanted this guy. Ever since he got, he left from the Clippers. Same. I forget who we were going to get at that time, but I'm like, okay, Doc, grab him. Yeah, yeah. And we got, like, Sam Cassell, one of the coaches, Dan Burke. He like, has a great had, staff. Yeah. And, like, the one of the best front office, and Pete Dinwiddie, Peter Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. and all these guys. And I'm like, okay, we did all this. Doc came for Ben Simmons. So, uh, Daryl Morey came for Ben Simmons. It's just like, we all it's came for this. Yeah, so I'll be too, but it's mostly, it was mostly Embiid and Ben Simmons. The Simon duo, Simon. yeah, the duo. Yeah. They came for the duo, but now it's just like, enough is enough. There was actually this meme I saw on Twitter today. Uh, Daryl Morey outside of the jet going to the, like, uh, going to the Pelicans, and he was on the phone. It's like, you can see his mouth and be like, two draft picks, two? Nope, he hangs up. I'm like, <laughs> bro, what? Yeah, I always loved Doc, even though he was a coach of the Celtics. I always did. Right. I mean, yeah. You cannot forgive him for that. We absolutely cannot forgive him for that, for sure. And people out here, this just came to me. People hate him because of his rotations in this past off past playoffs. And I'm like, okay, the rotations were bad. Wouldn't you agree? Um, I'm trying to think some of the rotations he'd have. Also, you have to keep in mind, Danny Green was hurt. So he kind of had, he had Danny Green the whole season up until that series. Lose Danny Green in what, game one? Was it game one or game two? I think you're right. It's game one, yeah. Yeah, game one of that series. So, I mean, and then shaking up the rotations after that, it's going to be, it's going to be hard for anybody, you know? Yeah, but it's just like they didn't play Maxi at all. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah Joe, who's my X factor this year. Isaiah Joe needs to play more. Yeah, they were both rookies though, so I mean, you're not going to play them in a playoff environment like that, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. for me, I'm gonna hate this. I'm gonna hate saying this. I said it before. I'm a big Corkmoss fan. You know that I'm a huge Furkan Corkmoss fan, and Isaiah Joe needs to play more than him. All right, what what about B-ball Paul? B-ball Paul. Who's your backup power forward? George's Niang. Uh, yeah, we got Niang like, and Drummond, right? Right now, uh, I mean, Drummond, Drummond will play center. I yeah. mean, backup power forward. If we really want to talk, it might be Ben right now. So. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm throwing Ben out the window right now. Yeah, yeah. George's Niang and his three point shooting. So mm-hmm. with Bebo Paul, I see him going up and down in G League backup. I see that. I don't see him getting more minutes. I'm. I'm being honest here. It yeah. hates me to say that again. And yeah. you didn't like that I love Cork Mods. I could see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, honestly, you know, he he had the remember the game winner against the uh, Trailblazers. Yes, he's he's had he's had moments like that. You know, I love the fact that him and Matisse are best friends. Um, yeah, he's been loyal to the Sixers. He he's given the organization his all. I'm just not a huge fan of his game. Yeah, you know? a lot of people say that. For me, I think he's supposed to be a shooter, but he's not consistent enough to be a shooter. So exactly where I was getting that effort in. That's exactly where I was getting at, dude. He's not athletic enough to do that. So it's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, because I just do this every time. I make a video and be like, see, I was from Corkmonts from the beginning. Like, where's everybody? I was like, I love Corkmonts. And the name's just funny. <laughs> like, <Right. I> love... <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out Turkey. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's great. All right, so now let's get to something, you know, a little bit more fun. You know, so we can, you know, release, release ourselves from this burden of, you know, having Ben Simmons on the Sixers, you know, at the moment, you know, he's not really, he's not doing, he's not cutting it. He's not, to say, to put it lightly, to put it lightly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is your ideal trade scenarios? And let's, let's just spitball, go back and forth for a little bit, because I got a few ideas myself. Well, Okay. Well, I don't think this is going to happen now. This guy's an is a restricted free agent. Um, my ideal was Colin Sexton and Kevin Love for Ben Simmons. That was my first one, but now he's a restricted free agent. It's just like, well, there goes that idea. Uh, Sexton or Love? Colin, hmm? Colin Sexton. Oh, okay, okay. He's a restricted free agent. So hmm. I'm like, now that won't work. Yeah. They have so many centers anyways. Like, it's just a sign Taco Fall. Right. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't understand the whole six or, or the whole uh, Cavs roster construction because they had, they had Mobley out there with Jarrett Allen and then Kevin Love was playing the three. <laughs> so, I mean, Why did it, make mind, Kevin it was Love. preseason. It was preseason. I don't, I don't care. Kevin Love can't play the three. Right. I, no. I, I don't know. In, in today's NBA, you know, uh, the three he's he's matched up with guys like LeBron, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Kevin Durant, Chris Middleton, like those types of guys. They're they're cooking him a lot. Yeah, obviously, and it's actually kind of funny how LeBron is on Kevin Love despite the whole thing. Right, <laughs> it's actually kind of hysterical to me. They're they're actually good friends, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I know LeBron's good friends with everybody. Pretty much, yeah. The king, the king of networking. And Pretty if, much. If you ask me. Pretty much. He, he literally got he literally got every All Star from 2012 on his team. It's all part of his master plan. If you so, I was a part of this NBA roundtable last night, and there's this Lakers fan on it. He's a bandwagon, honestly. And we were just like, "I've fallen. I can't get up." You got life alert. Like we were just keep on saying that over and over throughout the whole hour. It was great. Oh God, that's hilarious. I found this picture. I'll send it to you after. Yeah, uh, this picture is hilarious. I'll send in the answer. So, so what do you think the Sixers need to get for Ben? A point guard. A de- yeah, I, I think I think they need a point guard. Is it Maxi or is it Shake Milton? Yeah, Corkmans. Corkmans did play point guard in the preseason. No way, really? I, he I didn't, didn't watch get the match. They were double teamed. Kevin Durant and James Harden had to double team Corkmans. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, they, they probably double team because they probably always like, oh, let's double team him. I know we, we're going to get a steal out of him. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I like Shake, but I think he's great. He's great off the bench. Yeah. I, I like Maxi, but I think he needs he needs a lot more reps. Um, he, he needs a lot more reps becomes before he, he gets handed the keys of this franchise as, as a franchise point guard. But he definitely has the potential to be that. So and, would you um, have Curry there? Not at point guard. Not at point exactly. guard. You so, know, I, I, mean, I don't even think his brother is should be considered a point guard. Oh right? my god! His, <laughs> his his brother is is an elite finisher. He's an elite shooter. He's elite moving without the ball. You know, if if you're smart and you're the Golden State Warriors, you put someone who can distribute and play make for for others on the same team as Steph Curry, and he is averaging forty points per season. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he can average 40. I'll give you that. Yeah. But he's averaging like 39 and 8 or 9 and 7 or something like that. Yeah. It's just like he can average a double double when needed. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. My dad called Seth Curry a Curry Light. Curry Light. 
I someone okay. I, I saw uh I think it was Josh Eberly. I don't know if you follow him on, on Twitter. I've heard of him. He he posted on Twitter uh during the playoffs, you know, when Seth was having a great run. He had a great run this postseason. Oh, yes, he did. Um, yeah. They said they said Seth Curry is CJ McCollum without a podcast. Uh, <laughs> it took me a second. It I thought that second. was great. I thought that was great because I mean it's a pretty good, you know, very like a guy with point guard size, who is great creating his own shot, can catch and shoot, shoot off the dribble, pull ups. Like he has every every move in the book offensively, but defensively, you know, lacks a little. But right, I think I think the Sixers definitely need a point guard and a defender, and hopefully a point guard that's willing to shoot, willing and able of shooting. And a guy who can defend at a high level because that's what they're that's what they need out of Ben Simmons, and that's what they're gonna lose out of Ben Simmons is yep. you know his elite I agree. And, and his... honestly, I could see the lineup being like this. I could see Curry at the one. I don't like it, I don't want it, but I could see Curry who's at the, the one. Who's the playmaker then? Just let me finish. Okay, it's okay. Curry is no playmaker. That's the thing. Oh. It's Curry, Green, Thibault for the defense, and you got Harrison and Bede. But obviously that would not work. But for the defense, I gotta put Thibault there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like once you put in the defense, we lose playmaking. If you put in the playmaking, we lose defense. Yeah. So obviously we're probably not gonna get both. Yeah. The only guy I can think of, the only guy I can think of who I don't really want the Sixers to trade for is DeJounte Murray. Really? You don't want Murray? I'm. I don't really want them to trade for him because I. I he's not a very consistent shooter. I know him and uh, Matisse played together in college. That would be cool. That would be nice. Yeah. See them, see them together again. Um, but you know, I'm just. I'm still very. Uh, you know, iffy on that. And I think sending sending uh, Ben Simmons to the San Antonio Spurs to deal with Greg Popovich would be you know sweet. Popovich said he wants him. Popovich said he wants him. Yeah. That was like a while ago, but I don't know now. Sweet, sweet, sweet revenge. You know, him having to deal with a coach who's, you know, more demanding and more assertive and more, you know, controlling than any coach he's probably ever played for. So this is actually Popovich last year, this year or next year. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, put Simmons over there. I love you, Pop, but take him. Right. But if if they're even willing to give away Derek White as well, I'll take Derek White. Maybe Keldon Johnson, you know, okay. Okay. Keldon Johnson I, and Dejounte Murray, or Derek White and Dejounte Murray. Am I getting to you know? I can see that. We got to throw a couple picks in. Obviously, we need like at least a second round pick. But yeah. dude, this is amazing. We were so close to getting James Harden. Now we're talking about Dejounte Murray, and um, this is insane. You know, I know, dude. I know. Think about it. a year ago, literally a year ago, we were we were talking about the Sixers. Would the Sixers be giving up too much by giving away by trading for James Harden? With and ben I think Simmons the, and Maxie, trade, yeah, yeah, it was Maxi Simmons and some picks for James Harden. And mind you, James Harden was showing up. He was acting, you know, not as bad as Ben Simmons, but he showed up overweight. He showed up. He wasn't even trying. He was like he. He, show, he was wearing like five layers of clothes and warm-ups like to try to make it seem like he was you know, obese almost like is that is this a thing where you don't try in NBA anymore and try to get out look at Blake Griffin he was part of Detroit like okay he had a best year in Detroit he had a best year in Detroit two years ago or one year yeah, ago yeah he got he got a I think he got all he got was he Eastern Conference All-Star I don't think he got it Oh, okay. I'm maybe wrong. Hopefully you're right. But then when he came to Brooklyn, he dunked the first game back. <laughs> I know. So I'm I've like... dunking for two years. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, we should have got Brogdon in the first. Yep. I yeah, said that, that, was, that would be another ideal ideal trade scenario because then you we're not going to get that. A defender and a guy who can shoot. But we're not going to get that. He's assigned a two years, $40 million or $45 million with the Pacers. If he's, I mean, the the contracts will line up. Uh, Simmons is getting paid way more than that. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't think the Pacers would do that. 
they were going to talk about. Uh, they want him though. They really want him. Like but why I, you don't have? Why I don't want to trade him within the conference though, because we're the Sixers are going to have to play the Pacers at some point in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. That's still a good organization. Remember, we were talking about at the beginning of the summer. We were talking about getting Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert. Yeah, that would have been amazing. That would but be Karis amazing. LeVert can't stay healthy. That's yeah. The thing. Yeah. You I know mean, who luckily, I wanted? Luckily, Dude, I wanted Spencer Dinwiddie so bad. I wanted just, Dinwiddie. Just Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie though, but with with who else? I'm just no. He was a free agent. I thought. Oh okay. okay. Yeah, he was a free agent. I was like, dude, I wanted him, but then he went to Washington, which I think that's a good fit. You got him, Beal, Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell. I forget who plays the three, though. But anyways, it's just yeah. like that's a good fit for him. He, they're my dark horse for the playoffs. Oh, the okay, the Wizards. I mean, they play. They made it last year, and they got they got the Sixers in one game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, never, I love uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, you never know. It is I don't I think I don't think they have Scott Brooks anymore. I think he he's gone. No, no, he's gone. I forget where he went. Thunder? Yes. Who's the coach of the Thunder? Uh not Scott Brooks. Okay. He was. He was. Right. Yeah, he was. He was. He was back in the in the day when they had no no. There's we can feel bad about the Sixers, you know, messing up the whole Markel Folds, Ben Simmons. Uh who else did they mess up? Um you know, Michael Carter Williams, like all those guys who came through here and had so much promise. Jeremy Grant, remember him? Oh my God, don't get me started. I have him on my fantasy team. He's an all star now. He's literally yeah, an all star. I love Jeremy Grant. I love him. Oh my gosh. Hippie He's a gold medalist. Like, yeah. Ima- imagine that, man. All those guys who. No, I got you. Christian Wood. Oh my gosh. We had Christian Wood. On the, on the on the same summer league team as Simmons, they were they were looking at Simmons summer league team. They're like it was Ben Simmons at the one, Alex Caruso um, at the two. Um, they had what's it, Jeremy Grant, Rashawn Holmes, Rashawn Holmes was the center, yeah. Jeremy Grant and um, who the three was? Why do I always forget who the three is? Wait, who did who did you just say? Wasn't it Jeremy Grant the three? Yeah, Jeremy Grant, and then there was there was one other guy we were literally just talking about. Oh, Christian Wood at the center. Christian Wood. I think Ben four. Simmons was playing. Oh, the Christian three. Wood was at four. Rashawn Holmes was at the five, I think. Yeah, it, it was something like that. But I remember the lineup being like Simmons, Caruso, Rashawn Holmes, Jeremy Grant, and um, Christian Wood. <laughs> you check it's Rashawn. Yep, yep. And they're like, oh. how did this team like that? That summer league team went what? Like they won like two games, one game. If that, yeah, yeah, and here you want to hear the funniest thing when we were talking about Ben Simmons. I remember this, I was on my bed on my phone refreshing Twitter. And once James Harden got traded, I was like, you know what? I wanted Ben Simmons. I said that in the video. I'm like, at that time, I wanted Ben Simmons, yeah, the potential and all that. And now look what that got me. I know, dude. That I mean, that's something that we're gonna we're gonna regret for 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 a very long time. I can't. <laughs> I mean, they didn't want to get rid of Maxi, which I'm like, yeah. okay, but you yeah. got to get rid of Maxi or Thibault now. Yeah, and we can't, and and also we can't, like as much as I want to believe in Tyrese Maxi and that he's going to reach his potential, he needs to be in the right situation. I think the Sixers are a good situation, not the best situation for him, because he needs to be in a situation where he can make a bunch of mistakes. That's what Trey Young was, you know. Trey Young was, you know, mind you. Trey Young was leading like one of the tops in the leagues in turnovers his his rookie year or something like that. Right, right, right. He struggled. he struggled a lot early on, and now you look at him because he went through that entire stage of you know being able to make the mistakes, and the Hawks barely won any games. And now, look, the Hawks are a perennial you know playoff team, top four or five seed now. So he needs to be able to make a lot of mistakes. And I don't think with Embiid and Harris and the talent they have on this roster, he's not going to be allowed to do that. Here's the funniest thing about Trey Young. Tweet out, hey, New York City, two words, Trey Young. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm friends with a lot of New York Knicks creators. Yeah. And I just say Trey Young. I DM it to them like every other day. And yeah. Just, yeah, I love it. And I get DMs from Knicks fans like every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm I, telling I, you, I, I, I didn't get a lot today. I didn't get a lot today, which is good. But I'm like, okay. Nick's face are so idiots. I but. got people from high school hitting me up. Oh, what do you think about the Sixers now? You really? Know? Yeah. They're like, like I don't get anyone from high school at all. I yeah. get like from my close personal friends. All of us are Sixers fans, except for maybe like one or two. And yeah. I get it from like Knicks fans. They hate me. Who else hates me? Um, there's so many people that hate me. I just love it. Jeez. But it's just like I don't hate you, Knicks. No, I'm talking about Knicks fans, Jazz fans. Um, I just, you love. I gotta love it. It's great. If they exactly. if they hate you, you're doing something right. I'm telling you right now. That's a fact, man. That's always a fact. Yo, I'm having fun here. What's next? Right. Um. I mean, okay. Did I? I, I wrote down that I want to talk about Ben's media availability today. Did he even do that? Because he got kicked no. out of practice. Because I yeah. remember it was reported that he was going to be able to do that. So I was out to lunch with my dad, and then I was on the Sixers YouTube page waiting for the live stream. And then I get these alerts, like Ben Simmons got suspended, got suspended, then the live stream went off. Yeah. Live stream went off. Yep. And then I kept on getting alerts later that he got kicked out and then all that stuff. I saw on Twitter that he went to a strip club or something. Oh, God. Today, like during the day? I don't believe everything I read on Twitter. The okay. only thing I read from basketball persons, Woj, Sam's, Stephen yep. A occasionally here and there. Yep. Yeah, Chris, I think, I think Chris Haynes, Chris Haynes, he's another reliable source. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, Austin Carell, the Sixers writer, right. because apparently I can just DM him whatever and he'll reach out. Like, if you want him for your channel, let me know. Yeah. I'll set it up. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'll set it up, man. You got to follow him on Twitter first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. But, uh, yeah, I'll set it up for you. I'll like give you your contact and everything. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got one last thing for you, you know, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but there's one last thing I need to hear from you. Okay. Uh Give me your final message to Ben Simmons. Go. You have the floor. Dude, I can't do this. I've done it so many times, dude. I haven't made a Ben Simmons video in like months. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I even say? There's nothing for me to say. That picture I sent you. It's worth it. Just, just say, say what's on your mind, man. Right, fine. I still have a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have it very long. You want it? <laughs> like, I'll mail it to you if you want it. But <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, Ben, accountability, where's it at? You're acting like a diva with no balls. Um, I'm telling you right now, get your act together or you're not going anywhere. It's an early retirement. Like, wasn't there this one guy who retired? Like, I can't even forget his name. But uh, Ben Simmons, you just, you let so many people down. There's still people defending you. Like, I don't know if you're still, you still are? Like, I don't know. I, I still support him, man. I still support No, him. I mean, def- no. Support him, you can. I respect you for that. Defenders yeah. are when you go into someone's live stream or comments on their video and explain your reasoning, then they're just going to annoy you and laugh at you because I've done that. So you're not a defender in my opinion. So I defended him when I went on your live stream, but yeah. I changed my stance in, in recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it took me a while too, but it's just like, Ben, you got to do something now. You're being fined again for this suspended game. You're losing more money. Rich on, I mean, not Rich on Holmes. Oh my God. Rich Paul, get rid of him. Get rid of Rich Paul. This guy's not doing anything for you. He costs you millions of dollars. You had to sell your house in Williams, now Morristown. You sold your house in Philly. You bought a house in California with no basketball hoop. Like, who does that? Who buys a, Like, I was at the dinner with a good friend of mine. He's like, Mitch, how does a basketball player buy a house with no hoop? <laughs> I was watching a video of Drake playing basketball. He has a yeah. huge court. Yeah, it's a full gym. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, and Ben Simmons can't even do that. It's just like, he doesn't have the passion for the game. That's basically it. Yeah. No, and 
You know, I, I hate to say that I agree with you on a lot of these points. Uh, it's, it's very sad to see, you know, someone who I looked up to and someone who I really admired and someone who I was, you know, proud to say was a part of the organization I support with my whole heart and everything. You know, every, every fiber in my body says I'm a true Sixers fan and every, every, everything within me, you know, supports every single guy on that roster. And it's, it's just unfortunate to see, you know, some of his recent actions, man. You know what, dude? I'm going to tell you this. Make that video. Make what um, video? Make the, what you just said. Turn that into a video. I'll help you spread it out. Like a short? Uh, huh? Like a short? You can do a short like I did, or you can make an actual video like this. And I'm telling you, dude, mm. let people know how you felt defending this guy, even though you say he's so hard. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And then you just go like, excuse that. I don't know you heard that. But it's just like, just let the people how you feel. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll write that down, actually. You got to do that. I mean, think about it here. How well did that video do? The video I saw of you. Oh, the it did pretty I, well. For, for my standards, it did, it did pretty well. How many yeah. views? Uh, I think I had like some like almost 90 views or something. That's good. Because yeah, yeah, that's good. I yeah. my videos recently have been down, but I'm like, hey, if you got 90 videos on that, 90 views on that, imagine what you can do with this because yeah. you turned the table. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I'll help you spread it out. Like I'll do everything I can. So Thanks, appreciate yeah, it. I got you, man. Whenever you need, I'm here. I'll set you up with Austin. Um yeah, I'm in your corner, bro, whatever you need. And as I am with you, as I am with you, for sure. You know, Mitch, I, I really appreciate you, you know, spending time to come out here and talk to me about this. You know, I know you're probably in a bad mood, just like I am. Actually, I'm not as bad anymore, like, honestly. I think it's this game. Oh, the Bucks have 69, but it's 69-21 Bucks. No way. 69-61 Bucks. Oh, I thought you said 21. No. I was about to say, oh, my God. 61. Okay. Durant going to the line. But it's just like, yeah, man. I'm actually doing live streams of the game. Like, I'm going to watch the game with people. If you want to come in, man, because I am next week, I have two Knicks content creators coming on because Mm -hmm. we're playing the Knicks. And if you want in that with me, I'm going to need somebody. If you want to be in, man, for sure. Hey, man, let me let me know. I can see. I can check my schedule for sure, man. You know, yep. it's so, always a good time to talk to you, bro. I appreciate you coming on again. And uh, anything you want to say to the Eccles Unlimited uh, audience, guys, subscribe to him. Do all all the things you can. Share the video, like this guy. I've known plenty of people. Though I have my six years that are fake pay for views pay for shout outs all this stuff I can tell this guy's legit so please sub him up I'm gonna do everything I can to help you grow and everything so appreciate that yep thanks so much Mitch and uh thank you guys for listening this has been uh, the Echoes 